Life Imprints Podcast. Legacy stories that live beyond. Turn up the volume on today's riveting story with your host, Kenny Mock, at kennymock.com. And leave your life imprint with your legacy story. At our podcast this afternoon, I'm uh, meeting with uh, a wonderful friend. He is, uh, he's just, we, we met actually in 1995. Oh, did I really say that? And Tim took the, uh, the whole afternoon off, not knowing who I was. He just said, um, okay, yeah. I, I, I called him out of, the, out of the blue and just said, I, I want to meet this guy. I'm, I'm the director of counseling at a big mega church. I don't know all the ropes. I want to go talk to somebody who's been around doing this for a while. Tim took his afternoon off, showed me uh, around there at the forest. I believe that's the name of the the, the town he's he's in and his, his wonderful uh, counseling staff there and and then showed me uh, the the wonderful Liberty University. I mean, and it just totally changed my whole perspective about wow, this is this is how you should do life. You know, he you he really just opened up his heart and we we've been friends now for 23 years, I think. So uh, before I officially let him get going here, though, I, I have something I got to share. People have been asking me about my book, Leaving Your Life Imprint, a legacy story that lives beyond one's lifetime. And I, I started this book out of kind of a, an interesting thing. I started with Ancestry.com about three years ago. And what's happened is I've learned more about my family and my story. And it's just like everybody's story is unique. But this story is, is pretty interesting because my, my great-grandfather, five, six-time great-grandfather, came over from Germany. I just got back from there, visited the place where he took off on a little boat, and he came to America, landed in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, then comes down to Virginia, and that's where he starts his life. And the only here's the unique part. He gets on a boat that's, that's rocking out in the ocean. They lose people. People die. He, he's, he's alone. He, he's only got one ticket from his family, and he's the guy. This is my six-time great-grandfather. He leaves. He's the guy who gets the golden ticket. His parents can't come. He's on a boat with all these families. He's 25 years old. And I, and I, I talk about that because I wouldn't be here today talking to Tim uh, about you and about your legacy and what's going on had it not been from this wonderful man who I talk a little. I, that's my first chapter. And it's just amazing what has happened over the years of my family. And, and so I encourage everybody to, to get in deep and study your family because Tim and I know what it's important, what's about when you, when you start thinking about family and, and why it's important to study about your family because I've learned so much about myself. So having to say all that, I'm ready to now turn it over to my dear friend, Dr. Tim Clinton. He is, he is the guy that if you want to know about counseling, he's the guy that if you want to improve your skills, there, he has the most amazing, the most amazing, I'm telling you, convention every year uh, here in Nashville and other places where he's had it. And I tell you, it's attended by thousands of people. You learn if you're a counselor, pastor, well, I don't, you, you name it. If you want to care about people, you connect with this guy because he is off the chart, the best person you ever want to, want to talk to. Tim, take it over. Hi, Kenny. Great to be with you. Um, hey, the years are catching up to us. Maybe it's the mileage, huh? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's the mileage. 
actually, I just came from uh, a few moments with my uh, granddaughter. Uh, we just had a grandbaby. Her name is Olivia Ann, and my daughter Megan, um, and her husband Ben. Uh, so uh, I tell you, I just was holding her in my arms. She's only a couple of days old, and again, it's our first grandchild. So this is a whole new journey for us. But I tell you, she fell asleep in my arms. We were talking together right before she uh, went to sleep. And you know what? I, I would say over the last few days, even my whole perspective on life and multi-generational flow, you mm -hmm. talk about the significance of family, Kenny. I often talk about, and we, we learned this in our early days of marriage and family training, that families tend to reproduce themselves for mm -hmm. good and bad. You know that. Absolutely. And so it's important that we learn and see and understand the significance of our own influence um, on each other and how it really does uh, affect us or infect us, I guess, and how yeah. we do or how we don't do relationships with God and with others. But Kenny, uh, just a, a beautiful moment. Well, you know, I, I, I think about what, what you're doing and what I'm doing and how God has brought us so far, Tim. I mean, he, he has done so much in your life. And I, you know, it, it's having a new baby is, 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 you know, when you think about when you first started AACC, or, or you were, you were the vice president, but you took it to, I mean, you took it to charts that's never been before. You're, you're now working with Dr. Dobson. Uh, I want to hear about that, you know, and just kind of what's going on because I mean, there's some exciting things going on for you this year that I'm just, I'm really pumped. I'm, I'm going to come this year the ACC conference. I am, I am excited. I hear there's going to be some great things. Maybe you can just share us a little plug about what's going to go. Let me tell you a little bit, first of all, about um, the American Association of Christian Counselors, uh, an organization designed primarily to influence those who influence other people. And uh, it's distinctively Christian. Our goal is to be clinically excellent. We try to produce resources and uh, and services, events, for example, you're talking about our world conference we do every other year in Nashville. Uh, we do a mega national conference in the off year. We're now starting new conferences in the church focused on mental health and the mission of the church. Um, I really believe that the church uh, is the platform to carry this message of hope and help. And if we can uh, get inside the church at another level, another degree, I think um, it'll be a real gift, I think, to people who are out there searching for help and hope. I, I believe it. Kenny, I think people are hurting today m more uh, than ever before. I, I, just, I just think that there's so many issues. I think the pace, uh, yeah. talk about the pain and the pressure of modern day life has taken over. And uh, it, gets, it gets assaultive in a lot of ways. And uh, the, when you look at all the challenging issues that people are wrestling with, uh, they just, people are sticking their hand up and saying, help. You know, right. that really believe the church. They're coming to church often in droves looking for help. Uh, my prayer is, is that the church would respond and meet them at their point of need. You know, there was always one, you read the Bible pretty closely, who met people at their point of need. The church needs to be there to answer in this broken moment. If we don't, I think the people will move right on through the church, right out the other side, and continue to look uh, down the street or wherever. Or they'll start reaching for anything to medicate the brokenness, the hole in their soul, um, the pain that afflicts them. And so it's a beautiful moment to be able to step into this, into this space. 
I think uh, AACC really happened in a lot of ways simply because God ordained it. It was by chance. It was certainly nothing to do with us. I think there was a glaring need for someone to speak into this space, and I think people started rallying around it, and it's become uh, kind of a, uh, a fun platform to have influence. Well, you know, you, you, you were like me, though. I mean, you, there's, there's ebb and flows in ministry, and you go through all that, you know, ups and downs, and, you know, you, you look back and you go, wow, God, you've been through there through everything, every, every phase of, of, of our life, you know, and, and all the challenges, the, the, the money that's needed to run an organization like yours, you know, the people, resources that are needed, and you, and you realize, you know, wow, this is not just me. This is, this, is, this is bigger than me. This is something that God intended, and, and I'm, I'm just, I'm trying my best, you know, to hang on to it. Like, like you know, I didn't know we were going to have one of the larger community mental health centers in the country with, uh, as a faith-based mental health center, but you know, I took I took the risk. You took risk to, to you know to, to hang in there because I, I I know I organizations ebb and flow, but you know you you take the risk. Mine was six hundred bucks, and, and and emptying out my entire savings account. My wife mad at me because I did it, but I made a promise to God, and I I had a nice cozy Christian counseling job of director of counseling, and then step out, you know, with six hundred bucks and and just saying okay. God, we're gonna we're gonna ride this through, and and uh, you know start with that, and and realize that um, look what God has done. You know, hundreds of thousands of kids and families have been helped, but it didn't start that way. You know, it started out out in my kitchen. You know, you know, just putting dots on a piece of paper, and uh, I look at your life and I realize you've done that multiple times. You know, you've 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 thought that next thought through, and and, and how do we get to the next phase of life? And 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 you, everybody you meet. I, you excite them. I know with me, it was that way. You encouraged me in a, in a time that was really extremely important to me. And, um, you know, being an influencer, you've been an influencer in my life. And, and one of the things I want to know is who's the influencers in your life? Who is the person, if you look back to him and say, you know, when it's all said and done, I know this person has continued to, to beat on my heart. Not just the Lord, but this person God placed in my heart. Maybe sometimes that's a parent, sometimes that's a, that's a, that's a dear friend. But what what is it? What are if you could say you know what one or two influencers? Because there's people out there, they're they're wanting to be you know at a place where they can they can be influenced. And and but but who was it for you? Um, you know, Kenny. In my life, my my dad has always been um, that person for me. My hero. Uh, they say anyone can be a father, take somebody special to be a dad. And he, he, um, he was probably the kindest man I've ever met in my whole life. Uh, he, was the, he was the one who called me almost every night, especially late in his life, just to chat and say, how are you doing? Or to pray over the phone. Uh, I'd pick him up and we'd go for a ride in my truck and often he just wanted to go through McDonald's and get a hot fudge sundae and add a few nuts to it, you know, and we'd just ride around and just talk. But he was, um, he was so um, impressive to me because he, he had such a presence of the Lord about him, mm. uh, a tenderness toward the Lord always. When he would pray, he would be the person you would think, okay, if I'm in trouble, I'm going to call him and have him pray. 
I mean, and, and people who knew my dad, that's how they saw him. He never left a conversation where he didn't pray over you and for you. Uh, he always made you feel like you were the only person in the room. And he loved his kids dearly. He taught me the value of family. My dad, late in life, uh, we had one of those conversations, you know, and those, those are painful ones, you know, when you realize that this, these are like those final moments together. I remember him saying to me, Tim, hear me. We were, sitting in a, we were sitting in this restaurant in South Florida together. He said, hear me. It was a Smoky Bones restaurant. He said, Tim, my ministry started with my family. And he said, hear me. It's ending with my family. Oh, wow. Mm. He said, keep them centered. And by mind, that's your Judea. Mm. You know that? Yeah. Uh, uh, what's the scripture say? If you don't take care of the little ones in your life, you're worse than an infidel. Kenny, you hear what I'm saying? Absolutely. He's saying, Tim, this is, this, is, this is that place that God has given you um, real influence over. Pour yourself in. Stay anchored there. I've tried, Kenny, in my life um, to make family a real priority for me. Um, I've watched influences like Dr. Dobson. I didn't have the opportunity to really know him closely early on in my career, uh, but I, I got moments with him. I read a lot of his books, and it's a joy now to spend a lot of time with Dr. Dobson wow. and just to grow and, 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 and watch him and hear from him. Um, God gave me an opportunity to, well, let me go back to family just for a moment. My little brother Jimmy is like a second father to me, and he uh, he. And I've been able to work together now for the last 15, almost 20 years. Uh, and he's that person who's always been a steady rudder in my life constantly. Keeps me outside, keeps me active. He likes to lift weights. Let's get after it. Keeps me in the gym. But he's, the, he's a rock, too. I mean, his, his faith in Christ is so strong. Uh, he just keeps us all anchored, keeps me anchored. I can tell you that. Um, and, and then just the whole relationship piece, um, Kenny, I've tried to keep in my life people who I thought were sensitive to the leading of the Lord. Um, uh, we put together a team, a uh, little board of advisors around us, and it's been a joy to interact with them, to hear from and, and watch everybody kind of grow together. That kind of influence, I think, keeps you tender toward the Lord. I know what you're saying about getting out there and trying to make business decisions and take risks and have a dream and follow dreams. And I can tell you this, Kenny, we've seen mountaintops and we've seen a lot of valleys. Uh, we've made some great decisions and I've made some horrible decisions. I've made some real mistakes along the way, painful ones that I had to learn from. Uh, but I've learned this even in counseling with other people. If there's a tenderness in your heart toward the Lord and it's like God and toward others, um, uh, you, you, you keep yourself there because that guides your decision-making every step of the way. Absolutely. And uh, I try to start my day in relationship with the Lord. I really do. I, I, um, I try to pray earnestly each day for my kids, my family. Uh, I try to pray earnestly that God would be sovereign and guide our, our steps every day in what we do, um, that I would not bring reproach on the Lord in any way. I mean, that's the earnestness of my heart. Yeah. And uh, I, again, I'll come back and say this in humility. I'm not, I'm not a saint. 
I, I, I have feet of clay. Um, I try to surround myself with people here who have different gifts. And I've learned in terms of leadership that um, leaders, strong leaders, try to surround themselves with people who influence them, who are better than them in other areas. You know that? Um, you don't need someone like you. You've already got, I mean, you need, you need people who are not like you. You know <laughs> that? Exactly. Yeah, help balance you out. Because yeah. I know I, I can chase rabbits, skinny rabbits often, and I got to get drawn back in. Uh, at the same time, vision, being able to have some foresight, see where we're going, what we're doing, uh, have some courage. Kenny, that all comes and is all typically anchored in uh, your relatedness. I've learned this in sports psychology. I can tell you this. I really believe elite sports psychology is relationship psychology. I think those who – talent is one thing. Angela Duckworth wrote a book not long ago called Grit. She talks about how passion, perseverance are two key elements that those are those intangibles that help separate people. You know that? And they've done a lot of research in what is it that separates people who go to med school, go to law school, who, who succeed in sports and more. And I think ultimately all the way up, there's something inside of them that's, that's, that's really anchored in their faith. You look at giants of the faith, they're anchored in their relationship with Christ. Legacy stories that live beyond. Turn up the volume on today's riveting story with your host, Kenny Mock, at kennymock.com. And leave your life imprint with your legacy story.